Hello and welcome to Food Fusion. I'm your host, Charles Matheson. In this podcast, I talk food and everything in between. The loves, the hates, the in-betweens, and all that stuff. So I'm going to start off today with my food cycle. When I say food cycle, I mean those foods that we have for like the last two weeks to three months. You know, how you may go through a spurt where all you're eating is roasted eggplant. That was one of mine a few months ago. Or all of a sudden, you're just eating a lot of bananas or what have you. So in my current food cycle... I've been making a lot of Asian-themed dishes, like chicken chow mein. I've been making noodle-inspired dishes. And I think the noodle-inspired dishes for certain was because I went out to a noodle place with some friends of mine last weekend. And whenever I see a noodle place, I'm thinking, you know... I'm not going to go spend good money on noodles when I can make it myself. But now I know why noodle places are there because they are really good. I went to this one in Midtown on 7th Avenue. No, it was on 8th Avenue between like 36th and 37th Street. And it was from Xi'an, China. So X-I-A-N. And it was like a fusion of Chinese and Indian, Pakistani, and it was incredible. And it was so great that I started to make my own plate on it. And I was having it for dinner. I had it for dinner like four nights this week. So I got some ground pork, and then I seasoned it, and then I added... My Asian spices like my rice vinegar, my oyster sauce, my soy sauce, and I've just been eating it the whole week. I actually had it a few minutes before I came on with some noodles. And so, yeah, I've been eating a lot of Asian-themed food, and, like, I love it. It's just, it's so umami I've also been eating a lot of yogurt. I mean, I've always had yogurt as a part of my diet. However, this this last week, I've really been eating a lot of yogurt with chia seeds and fruit for breakfast. Just a great way for me to start my day in that um, my stomach can't take really heavy stuff because... Uh, I just, for some reason in the morning, I just don't have that appetite. So that's my food cycle right now. And now to the latest crisis. In New York City, in the gastronomic world. So I don't know if you've noticed, but New York City isn't exactly for working-class people anymore. I'd say I'm just above working-class. 
And there used to be a plethora of dive bars. So a dive bar is like your neighborhood bar that you go to during the week, on the weekend, with friends, cheap drinks, lots of fun. So in the outer boroughs, that's that's Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Staten Island, they still exist for sure in Brooklyn where I am. However, in Manhattan, they are a vanishing bunch. I went to to Beauty Bar with a friend of mine last weekend, and it was such a joyous experience. One of the reasons was because it was SantaCon, so the drunken Santas were there, so it was even more joyous than it would have been just going there. Um, so I hadn't been there in, I think, maybe f- at, at least 15 years. So it was really great to go back there and just relive past moments. And it was very nostalgic. And I got a beer for seven bucks, which was unheard of in New York City because all the bars in New York City have gone the way of shishi. And there's nothing wrong with shishi. I love shishi bars. It's just sometimes you want to go to a place where you're just going to kick back in a jeans and t-shirt, not worry about the clothes you're going to wear and worry about the price of drinks. So something needs to be done. I don't know. Maybe there needs to be a moratorium on the building, the construction of new bars. Because it's just, it's just not, it's just not the same. Just like in the nineties, there were, um, there were so many bars, dive bars in New York City. It, it was, it was literally another city, and like I don't recognize New York City today. Like if you were to put me inside of a bottle and to close the bottle and then to reopen it, if you put me in a bottle of nineteen. 95 and open it today, I wouldn't recognize. I wouldn't believe it if you told me. So that's the latest crisis, the vanishing dive bars. Do you remember Hogs and Heifers in Meatpacking District? Like that was when the Meatpacking District was actually a Meatpacking District. Now I think there's one or two Meatpacking establishments there. So, so anyway, the. Next thing that I want to talk about are is one of my favorite things of New York City. You know, New York City is a place of great contrast. Contrast in wealth, contrast in architecture, lifestyle between the boroughs, the neighborhoods. It's it is a city of contrast. And one thing that remains constant is the dollar pizza. Thank God for the dollar pizza because a slice of pizza now is at least $5. But I will say, I don't mind paying the $5 because usually the pizza that you get now is really good. Um, Much better than 
what was available, at least when I was a kid. But the dollar pizza just is just there at the right time. You know, let's say like you're you're in Midtown. Let's say like in the 20s on 6th Avenue, there are a couple dollar pizza places. Now it's more like a dollar fifty. And you just want something really quick. And the dollar pizza is right there. It's just, I just, this one thing I absolutely love about New York City. I had a slice recently and I was just like so happy that there, we still have it. Like you can still get something to eat for a dollar or a dollar fifty of it because you can't get nearly anything for a dollar. I mean, please let me know what it is. I mean, I think you can maybe get a cup of coffee at McDonald's if it's on sale for a dollar fifty, but you really cannot get like food, food other than fruit for less than a dollar. It just doesn't it just doesn't exist anymore. So in my live stream this week, I cooked egg fried rice and it was a pleasure to make it i had an accident i dropped my onion because i think i was maybe i was the vodka i had was too strong i made a salty dog a salty dog is vodka grapefruit juice and a salted rim uh, but I was I dropped my onion right in the live stream, and that was pretty embarrassing. And then the onion was under my foot while I was doing the live stream, just very just annoying. But I digress. The the egg fried rice came out really good, and I've been cooking with rice a lot. So I like I said earlier, I have been. And just this Asian like trend, I just I just love Asian food. It's just so tasty. I I would have to actually have to say, even more than I, it's been like a month now. I've just been just like on Asian inspired dishes. So now I have some news to report. There there's just been some really unusual things that I have observed in the culinary drinking world that I want to I want to share with you. So I call this section really I don't know or what the duck, okay? So a meal at McDonald's now runs you $15. You get like a um a quarter pounder like $15 in New York City. And then I when I when a, uh, a friend of mine told me that last Saturday um who I was doing uh a course with, and he was like I spent $15 at McDonald's. He was like I could have gone to like a like a, a diner and gotten like a real meal. And I was thinking, yeah, for sure you could have gone to Junior's restaurant which is a legit upscale diner and get a gourmet hamburger and gourmet fries for that amount of money. So I was thinking about it this week, and then I looked up prices of Big Macs around the country, 
and McDonald's meals. And I came across a story that stated that in Connecticut, it costs you $18 to get a meal. $18. That is, that's insane. That is more than going to a diner. And in a diner, you get like mad food. I mean, you get like twice the amount of food you would get when you go to McDonald's. So a McDonald's charging $18 for a meal, I am going to give that a what the duck, okay? Just like, you know, I previously gave it a I don't think so, but that's a what the duck, really. I mean, are we talking U.S. dollars, 18 U.S. dollars? Because that doesn't even, like, seem... Like, possible. Like, a meal. Like, you can get a two-cheeseburger meal just just a few handful of years ago with a fries and a drink for four bucks. I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Next. Holidays. It's holiday party time. And where I work, I'm not going to give the name of it, but... It's a social service agency, and uh, they have holiday parties, and they invite all their employees to go, which is great. Nice time to build camaraderie for the company and just to be joyful. So this year, and actually the, the last few years, they stopped doing open bar. Now... Open bar at a holiday party. I mean, it's not even like, it's not even a concept, at least to me, of open bar. If it's a holiday party, you have an open bar. It's like you have a wedding, you have an open bar. And they stopped doing open bar for, obviously, for money reasons. So what is my response to that? I don't think so. I do not think so. You're not going to see me go to a holiday party where you're going to be cheap. The the It's the season. It's the holiday season. It's the most wonderful time of the year. How are you not going to have an open bar? So to that, I say, I don't think so. Bars, bottles. I was at a bar recently with a friend, and if you want to get a table, you have to get two bottles, and each bottle is at starts at one hundred and eighty dollars. My response to that is, really? I mean, like, like really? I mean, and this was this was like wasn't even like really like top of the line alcohol. It was a bottle of Jack Daniels. And you get a bottle of Jack for like $30 and then Tito's vodka. Okay. Like the cheapest semi or not semi cheapest decent drinks um, liquors you can get. So that was a total of $360. My response to that is just really, I mean, just really, 
I mean, you got to make money, but I hate it when people try to rip others off. It just, it just gives me, it quirks my nerves. If that is, if that just such a thing. And the last thing is, last weekend, I was on 35th Street by Bagel Point. I've seen this bagel spot before, but it really stuck out to me last Saturday because there was a ginormous line that was at least 30 minutes long. And people were waiting to get a bagel. Okay? Now... I love bagels. And when I was a kid growing up in Canarsie, Brooklyn, we had these uh, these bagel shops right on 81st Street in Flatland. They, they literally were right across from each other. And every Sunday morning, we'd go over my family and get fresh bagels literally straight out of the oven. Okay, and we'd maybe have to wait maybe five or seven minutes because there was a line for other people to get bagels. Okay, so when I saw people waiting for 30 plus minutes to get bagels, the only thing that I could think of is what the duck. I mean, (laughs) what the duck? Like, are these bagels, like, the everlasting gobstoppers that they just, like, last forever? That I would wait 30 minutes to get a bagel? Really? I mean, I love bagels. I love bagels. Just I could eat, like, I buy, like, bread and bagels and just eat it raw. No butter, no nothing. Like, I love bagels like that. Uh, so just, and I like where I get it, I get it at a supermarket and nothing special. So just, just seeing people wait that long for a bagel, I just, I just could not wrap my head around that. So, so that's it for this week. I I think next week I'm going to be cooking in my live stream called After Hours at 8.45 on my YouTube channel. I'm going to be making, I'm going to be grilling some some chicken with rosemary and sage, and then I'm going to dip it in soy sauce. I'm telling you, this recipe you want to try out. If you're not a griller at home, I'm telling you, Go invest in a cast iron grill and start grilling. It's it. There's something about grilling meat that gives it a whole nother dimension. So go try it out. The recipe is up when you go to click on the it's the link for the upcoming show. You'll see the recipe and all of the ingredients I use as well as the tools I'm using for the live stream. So I hope you can make it. Tell all of your friends. And I will see you next time. Happy cooking. <laughs>